Welcome back to Is A Hot Dog A Sandwich? Thank you for joining us. Today, we are covering Desert Island Disc. We've got a special episode for you where we are living in a world where we have crash landed on a desert and we can only take a very limited amount of things with us. We are given three discs. We are given a single book, our favorite book probably. Then we are given the complete works of a single author. So we've got to make sure that they're varied and they've got a good quality and quantity of books to go and a single luxury item. Kicking off, Ethan, with the three discs. Oh, hello guys, uh, I'm having a fantastic week, a fantastic few days. We've had a bit of a hiatus, so I'm glad to be back and recording yep. with Jet in the studio, our humble abode. <laughs> um, so my first album, my first disc, it's going to be one, one of my favourite albums, um, and it is Demon Days by Gorillaz. Oh. Now, I was weighing up uh, Gorillaz, uh, their self-titled album, Demon Days and Plastic Beach, um, all three of my favourite albums of all time. Uh, Gorillaz is arguably the, the album that got me into music. But I, I selected Demon Days uh, because it had a perfect mashup of all of the things that I love about Gorillaz. It has uh, a bit of alternative rock, it has a bit of kind of hip-hop slash trip-hop, um, a really kind of a great feel, and then just some, some things that I've never heard or experienced before. Uh, it features De La Soul, uh, the incomparable MF Doom, and Roots Maneuver, all just going off one after the other, um, and it's one of my favourite albums of all time. Jed, what's your first album? So first of all, I was I was half I was half thinking you might just rattle off all three uh, all three of your favorite Gorillaz records as your one, two, and three. I was so it's good that you started off with that. So the first thing that I'm starting with, I'm thinking, what's my mindset? What's my mindset when I get onto this island? Where am I? I'm probably a bit stressed. I'm probably like, right, I'm trapped. How how am I gonna deal with this situation? And so the album, the record that never fails to bring me to joy, the album that never fails to put a smile on my face is the indestructible beat of Soweto. It is an incredible amalgamation of South African artists from the Soweto region who at the time during apartheid were not getting celebrated, were not getting the recognition that they deserved and weren't even given, being given the chance to truly make the music they wanted to that they deserved. And so a group of producers and writers came together and said, let's bring the best artists from this sound, from this movement in the, in the 80s and 90s together to make something magical. And every song on this record puts a smile on my face, gets me moving. So I know if there's a moment when I'm on this island, when I'm like, I'm down on my luck, I can just put it on. And the second the beat starts flowing through me, it'll get me up, it'll get me moving and uh, will make me feel like my fortunes have uh, turned around. Wow, amazing. <laughs> um, that's a strong strong number one <laughs> and a fantastic album you, um, yeah. after you shared that with me I went and listened to it and it was amazing but I'm going to go quickly into my second one yep. and we'll loop back round uh, my second one there is one rapper who has two albums in the top ten uh, of Metacritic Metacritic is almost like the IMDB of albums mm. um, and I'm not picking either of these albums the artist I'm talking about is obviously Kendrick Lamar obviously the greatest rapper <laughs> of all um, and those two albums were Tip Him or Butterfly, which is my favourite Kendrick Lamar album of all time, and then Damn. Mm. But I chose Good Kid, Mad City, which is actually not that far behind um, on the Metacritic. And the reason I chose this is I love Tip Him or Butterfly. It is amazing. It's fantastic. Um, you've got amazing such songs such as I, King Kunta. Just, actually, all of the songs are amazing. Um, 
But Good Kid, Mad City is the one that captured, really, truly captured my heart with Kendrick. Um, the storytelling, the entertainment value. Every time I'm in the street, they hit yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> On the desert island, I need that boost. I need that energy. I need yeah. pour, drank. I need to remember the times <laughs> where I was turning up with the people that I love and the people that I appreciate. It's got the highs, the lows. It's got the story of heartbreak and, and dealing with girl. And it's, it's, it's just a, a wonderful, a wonderful work. Dude, what's your second? Bro, I'm just, I'm just caught in the moment right here. Like, I can't lie. Your passion for Kenny, for Kung Fu Kenny, comes through and it's got me feeling inspired. It's got me feeling ready. The second we hit the yeah, yeah, I was like, where we go? Let's, let's hit, let's hit, let's hit the town. Um, so my second, my second one, it, it takes me back to a time when I was in education and for anybody who knows me knows that I have a, a, an interesting relationship with education, right? I love the concept. The execution doesn't really work with my brainwaves. And the one album that was always able to get me focusing, to get me in a flow state where I could look at a book for five hours and just take notes and just highlight was In Between Dreams by Jack Johnson. Ooh. I've spoken about this album before and it is real low, real smooth, the sultry voice of Jack Johnson definitely gets my brain to a lower level than it's usually at where I can actually concentrate. It, if I was in a moment when I was trying to complete a task, let's say I'm trying to make a bed because I'm on a desert island, I know I'm gonna be here for a while, I would need to focus. And the album that helps me focus the most and puts me in a really chill zone is in Between Dreams by Jack Johnson. Relax. And we went in two opposite directions with those albums. You went to a, a place where you're like, let me feel the good times, let me feel the energy. And I went to, let me, let me drop the energy out of the equation just so I can think for a second. <laughs> that album is fantastic. I remember cruising in the car with my mum, mm -hmm. listening to Better Together. Yes. And, oh, there's, there's one of a fantastic, or one of a song that sticks out, something about pancakes. Banana pancakes. Banana pancakes? Banana pancakes, yeah. Amazing. You know what, I'm going to go on to my phone. Um, Please do. My third today is uh, this album put everybody on notice. Ooh. This album said, everybody in this game, you've got to step up right now because I'm doing it better than all of you and I'm making it look easy and effortless. This album was part recorded in the studio of Bob Marley. Ooh. And the album, can anyone guess it? No, I don't think I can. This is the miseducation oh, of no! Lauren Hill. <laughs> have you also got that? No, I haven't. <laughs> but I was like, the fact that I didn't get that after you gave the Bob Marley thing, I was going to be like, yeah, of course. So this album is brilliant. Uh, first, because it, it integrates rap, soul, and reggae mm. in a way that has never been heard since and will never be heard again. No. You might win some, but you just lost one. Is what I like to try and say to Jen every single time we have an argument or a disagreement. <laughs> <laughs> this album won five Grammys after being nominated for 11. Um, and that was a snub, to be honest. It should have won 11. <laughs> um, Lauren Hill just... Uh, I understand why there hasn't been an album since. I know she's had a lot of problems, but yeah. also the immense amount of pressure after releasing a, a, a debut solo album like that. Yeah. Um, it, it was just fantastic. Yeah. Um, I can't really say too much more than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, you know what? We'll, uh, uh, we'll, we'll go back to that. We'll go back to that because that's, that's a whole talking point. That is a, an album I feel incredibly strongly about as well. And so I'm so happy you brought it up in this space. Uh, my third record, my third disc that I'm bringing to this island 
I'm taking it way back. Way, way, way back Ooh. to... I don't even know when this man was alive. But it's Beethoven's Fifth Symphony. Okay. <laughs> well, there might be a classical one somewhere. <laughs> it had to, you know. One, the first reason why is because it reminds me of my mum. It reminds me of my mum. And I love my mum so much. And I know, I know when I'm on this island, I would need to feel close to home. I need to feel close to my centre. And my mum is my centre. And we went to see a few of Beethoven's uh, symphonies performed. And it just br brings me back to that place of love, first of all, which is what we all need always. But it's definitely what we need when we're in, uh, in a, not a tragedy, that's the wrong word. But we're in a, a time of massive amounts of uh, confusion, which you'd be on in those first few days on a desert island. And so it takes me there. But secondly, I would then, after using it as a, as a warm blanket to keep me close to home, I would study it. Because Beethoven is spoken about as one of the forefathers of what music is. You know, what, what music became because of, right? And I would want to understand it. Now, I've never really dived deep, deep, deep into uh, classical music. And this would be my chance, you know. I'd be on this island for, for ages and ages and I'd be like, right, what makes this? What makes the Fifth Symphony, which is, which is sometimes spoken about as Beethoven's best, what makes this the best one? And so I would just sit there and I would study it. I would study every single part of the song because it has its, its moments where it picks up, it slows down, it covers all of the different uh, spectrums of emotion. So I'd really want to just sit there and, and, and study it and enjoy it. So uh, partly to take me back home to my centre and partly to keep the brain stimulated. Yo, I, I really like that. I really like it. It's a nice way to finish. And it also is one of the only album on this which is just instrumental. Mm. I considered... Um, I love Supreme by John Coltrane. It's okay. one of my dad's favourite albums of all time. And I've never listened to it properly in full by itself, kind of in silo. And I was thinking, yeah, that would be the one that I would sit down and just analyse. Why did this have such an impact on an entire genre? This man playing a saxophone to a, an incredible degree. Yeah. Um, so that was fantastic. I've got a question for Ooh, you. Oh, hit me, hit on me. On these me. albums. <laughs> um, could you pick a song off of each album that you'd recommend for our listeners to go away and listen to, just to get a feel for what the album is. Oh. I'm happy to go first, or we should go back and forward. We need a little bit more time. <laughs> you just threw that one at me. You know what? Yeah, you go first. I need to think about this. I need, to, I need a minute. I'm, I feel like I'm in mastermind. And, <laughs> and you've just been like, what's, what's, your, what's, your, what's your number one topic? And someone's like, oh, ask me about sofas. And then the first question is, what is this sofa? And they're like, oh, 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 I don't know. I said it was my favourite topic and now I'm, I'm stumbling. So yeah, please, please hit first. <laughs> so I'm going to start with Demon Days mm -hmm. and I'm going to go a bit offbeat. I'm going to go for one that I, I used to listen to this on the boombox kind of mm -hmm. play. I had it on the disc. I, put it, I used to put it in and I used to skip this song every single time. I've skipped it probably 15 times listening to this album. Yeah. And one day I... Must, I, I was potentially reading, I was doing something, I was maybe dancing, and it got to 30 seconds in the song, which is further than I'd ever allowed it before. And then the beat dropped. <laughs> and I was like, why have I never ever listened to this song? Um, it's not one of the, the, the singles, it's, it's called Oh Green World. And it is wacky and it's fantastic, and it's everything that Gorillaz is in a, in a song. It's madness uh, encapsulated. Mm -hmm. And that would be my first one. Yeah, I... You know, I was I was interested here because you you are a, I would say you're a connoisseur of gorillas. So I know you could go for any of the the main hits, but the fact that you went to a song that I don't know off by title is is a good start. It's a fantastic start. And actually, I've thought about it. And when it comes to the indestructible beat of Soweto, yeah. one I'm lost for the, the the titles of the of the songs because whenever I listen to it, I don't listen to it as singles. I put it on knowing I've got an hour. 
yeah. and I listen to it all the way through. And so that's actually what I'm going to say. I, I think the indestructible beat of Soweto is something that for my palate is something that stands out so much for somebody who listens to, to pop, to 80s, to hip hop, to grime, to Afrobeats. This stands out musically. Uh, and uh, it stands out with the sounds it makes, and so it needs to be heard all the way through. And so I would, I'm actually not going to pick out a song to, to sample. I'm going to say, you put half an hour down, and you listen to that album, Ooh. because it deserves to be heard in its fullest, because it's a story. It tells a story, and it, that, there are some things that people do with their voices in that album that I've not heard in any other albums. And that's maybe my naivety to music, but boy, go and take a listen. So that's uh, what I'm going to say about that. Hey, number two. <laughs> Better make some time in your diaries, people. Yes, sir. After this podcast, you've got a lot of listening to Yes, sir. <laughs> number two. So I'm going to go to Good Kid, Mad City. And again, I'm not going to go for the most popular song or even a song that I think is the best or my favourite. I'm going to go to Money Trees. And this is Kendrick Lamar and J-Rock of TDE. And unfortunately, by the sounds of it, Kendrick Lamar formerly of TDE. Mm-hmm. Um, and this song is one of J-Rock's best uh, features, mm-hmm. I think, probably ever maybe J-Rock's best song or uh, contribution to a song and Kendrick Lamar just being Kendrick Lamar um, it is just a nice kind of ch- more chilled song on the album and it just it they both work together really nicely on it and I, I, I appreciate it that's fantastic what is, can I ask um, what is your favourite song of that album because you said I'm not going to go with my favourite I'm not going to go with what people would say is the best so what is your favourite and what do you say is the overall general consensus favourite of? I think the best song is probably Mad City. Okay. My favourite song is probably Don't Kill My Vibe and I'm going to censor myself for it. <laughs> um, or Backseat Freestyle. Backseat Freestyle was the one that I was just like, yeah, Kendrick is a different, different gravy as we say over here. Yeah. Um, it was amazing. That song, yeah. the freestyle, uh, Backseat Freestyle, that got me, that, you know what, me and, me, me and even have banter about uh, Kenny about Kung Fu Kenny but that song that song got me that song got me what 2013 20, whenever it first came out that song got me and I was like this guy's on a different level this guy's doing something so I backed that um, yeah incredible Kung Fu Kenny's incredible and I knew I knew we'd hear Kenny uh, come out of your mouth today uh, for me for Jack Johnson it's um, you know what I don't know if I've got the name right but it's where do all the good people go? Where do all the good people go? Yeah. We got his and his and this all. Yeah, it's a, it's a great song. I love it. It's a, it's, you know what? It's not necessarily a negative look in the world saying where all the good people go, but it's, it's more saying hopeful. It's like, I know, I know there's love around here. Why can't I find know. it? Where they, where they <laughs> at? No. Do, do. Um, let me get Bobby Schmurder on the track. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think, uh, I think it's, uh, that song is, it's, it bounces, but and it's hopeful. That's how. That's how I interpret it anyway. And I like hope, especially when we're on this. Uh, when we're on this island, I need all the hope I can get. The last one is. I just have to do it. Everyone knows it's coming. Everyone expected it. It's do what that thing. <laughs> it, it's timeless. It's yeah. one of the, the. I think the most timeless song on that album, and one of the most timeless songs of oh, yeah. the nineties. I'd agree. Um, it is. It's simple. Um, you can get a hold of it. You can sing it. You can close your eyes and just mm. vibe with it, and you know what's going on. And it's yeah. Lauren Hill. Just, just, just give me something. Just give me one more album. Just jump the album. Where the yeah. album? At? In the next five years, if something came out, I wouldn't be mad. At it. I wouldn't be mad at all. <laughs> Worst thing is people are sampling your stuff, Lauren, and they're not doing it justice. Oh. They're sampling that exact song, and they're not doing it justice. Give us some more. 
And um, because Beethoven's uh, Fifth Symphony is just a single uh, work of uh, art, I'm going to go back to your album, The Miseducation of Lauren Hill, and say my track off of that album yeah. that I would say is the song is To Zion. Okay, yeah. It's, you know what, it's, yeah, that song moves me. That song takes me to a higher plane. I feel when I'm listening to that song, I'm going to Zion. You know, it really <laughs> takes me there. So, um, yeah, that's what I would say is, is my number one song for, for, from that album, seen as a Fifth Symphony. The Fifth Symphony by Beethoven is just a single movement. And to be fair, I feel like I've cut myself a bit short with that one because the Fifth Symphony is only, I really want to say 20 minutes max. Whereas every other album here, we've got for at least 30, 45 maybe even an hour. I've cut myself short on this last record, so uh, I hope these books that we're listening off in a minute are a bit longer. I've got to break bored. it down, play it in slow motion, really <laughs> yeah. extend that, play it at half speed, yeah. double the length of the album. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. To be fair, it'll be good when I'm trying to study it to actually hear every single millisecond of it. Hold up. Wait a minute. Part two of our Desert Island Disc series coming to you next week, featuring our selection of book, luxury item, and full works of a single writer. Have a fantastic week. Peace.